Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. No way. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. I'm your Huckleberry. How many assholes we got on this ship, anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Hit the lights. It's boner time. Hey, where are the white women at? Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> what is your major malfunction, numbnuts? You have smoked yourself retarded. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? It's funny because I never know exactly when we go live, so usually when it pops up, we're all going, duh. <laughs> Dead air. All right, good to go. Knock her out. And welcome to another Monday night Master Debaters. Probably my favorite night of the week, especially after a long weekend. I get to uh, suffer through work, but know that at the end of the day, I get to talk with some friends. And tonight, we have Emmanuel Kingman joining us from the Godcast, uh, Goodness Over Darkness. Uh, Joe and Jen from Legit Bat, and thank you guys for hosting this on Rockfin. I appreciate it. And Ryan from Dangerous World. How's it going, guys? What's Doing going great, on? man. Always. What's happening? Very good. Well, I, obviously, <laughs> you guys don't have Valentine's Day plans either. <laughs> and, and, and to be honest, I didn't even know it was until uh, my, my ex was asking me about... Uh, if my son got Valentine day cards and I'm like, I no, of course not. I, I don't know anything about that. I didn't even know it was, was, and, and I'm so out of the loop. I didn't even know yesterday was the super bowl until Saturday night. So <laughs> it was the UFC was the, the star of the weekend. I mean, that was the whole, that thing. was fun. That yeah. was a lot of fun. Super Bowl's gay. <laughs> I don't watch the fighting forever. I always forget about them. And, and plus I'm cheap. I don't want to pay for them. So, that's why, Joe, you got to get the fire stick. You get him for free. You get yeah, you get what a, app do you use? You get a jailbroken fire. A, you get you get the Cody download on the fire oh. stick. And you get anything you want for free. And we have a Netflix fire and stick, shit so... like that too. Anything. No, well, okay. Shows... I've been paying way too much for Prime and shit. I got rid of I got rid of cable. All I use is Cody. Interesting. Yeah. We'll talk after the show. Yeah. <laughs> So, Todd, how we doing, bud? I'm doing excellent. You know, I just, uh, I had a pretty easy day at work today. So, you know, it's always a good day when it's not too difficult. Uh, you know, just hanging out. Uh, me and the missus just watched some movie that was super weird. It's called Cell, Stephen King's Cell. Some zombie apocalypse type movie. Super weird, though. That's an older movie, isn't it? Yeah, 2016. It, it was horrible production. At Samuel L. Jackson, John Cusack, he thought it would be, you know, somewhat decent, but it looked like I shot it. You know, I can't hold a camera straight, and neither could uh, the cameraman for that movie. So, 
Was there at least one motherfucker from uh, Samuel L. Jackson? No, I don't think so. Anyway, <laughs> oh, that's stupid. Well, that's you know, one a great the... movie. Go ahead, Ryan. No, I was going to say a great movie with them too is fourteen oh eight. The movie with fourteen oh eight. I don't know if you've seen that one, but he got John Cusack. Uh, Samuel Jackson's the manager of the hotel. It's phenomenal. It's a great movie. Yeah, that movie's really scary. That's like a nightmare movie. Yeah, it's super dope it. though. It's like the only one that that John Cusack's ever done that's good. John Cusack, yeah, oh, he's got man. a weird face. Yeah, he does. I think so, the only thing I really liked him in was Better Off Dead as a kid. Okay, he was he was in a movie. It was like I don't know. It was like a low budget '80s movie, and basically there's this little eight year old boy chasing him around on his bike for like two dollars because he stiffed him for his uh, newspaper money or something like that. So. Sounds like an 80s. But movie. I was going to say uh, the the uh, it's weird because it's I was listening to someone and I don't know who what, what podcast or you know thing I was watching on YouTube. They were talking about how 2001 it seems to be the the kind of the area or that event it, after that creativity has really taken a hit. You know, you look at the you look at the you know movie and entertainment industry and it's just loaded with sequels trilogies remakes remakes right it's nothing original and i even saw an article on the bbc today um asking about you know it showed bel-air you know is this going to be the big remake because and i was thinking about it and every remake that they've done i i can't remember one that has been even equal to the original it it was good that one because the first one if you watch the first it it was bad right i saw the first one and i was like what i don't even get why this is scary yeah, yeah. dude the, so that i mean that was one that was good but yeah dude usually when they do these i mean they're making bel-air they're making home alone again they're making they the wonder I mean, years black yeah dude it's bad i don't know what it is it man. Seem like that. ever since the matrix or the matrix the first one yeah it's kind of gone downhill what year did you say because it was somewhere around that like time. 2001 and matrix was 99 yeah. so it's it's all yeah right around the you know the change it just seems like you know there's no originality anymore in movies or like filmmakers even like i mean there's tarantino out there spielberg just has been you know disneyed up basically for the last 20 years um I, I guess i mean one original one is avatar i guess that one was is is pretty original and the sequel looks like it's going to be pretty good but as far as original stories they're just not being made anymore it's like it's it's like the creativity gene just took a severe hit and 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 or you know lighters. they uh, took one of those men in black lights and just flashed it on us as a society and zapped us real quick well, you think right it's because we started matrix. waking up? They stopped uh, siphoning off our uh, collective that's, energy? That's a good point because I don't, you know, I was a huge movie guy. You know, um, I, I used to go to the movie, you know, in high school and college, I lived in the movie theater. You know, I love going to see a movie and, and then going out afterwards or doing something. But, you know, I had a huge, massive DVD, like a wall of DVDs. Um, and, and so I watched just about everything and I was really into it. And then, like you said, though, once I kind of, my eyes opened up, I, I saw it all as kind of bullshit and it was just like a big distraction. And even some of the movies I really loved, I have a tough time 
sitting down and dedicating an hour and a half, two hours to. Well, I think we all watch movies through different eyes, too. So, I mean, then when we were a kid, at least. So you watch a movie now and all you're seeing is symbolism here, symbolism there. Oh, they're pushing this agenda. Every single thing on Netflix is like agenda, like straight up progressive left woke tard shit on Netflix. Every time we watch a movie there, it's crazy. Well, on yeah, comedies for me, you suck can... now, too. Dude, you, you know, you have all these directors that are just remaking movies like they could just tap into like the QAnon community and make the greatest movies of all time. Like these these people have such vivid imaginations that are wild and they can make like the craziest storylines, dude. But they're just using the same people that really I mean, like Spielberg doesn't have any original ideas anymore in his own brain, you know, and like none of these people do, dude. And it's it's just kind of interesting well that. No, I was going to say one of the other things that just popped into my head was you remember how they always talked about uh, uh, looking glass yeah, right? yeah. And, and the cube where they could they could see into the future. And then supposedly that cut off at 2012. Yeah. So, you know, maybe that's where some of this creativity was coming from, you know, out in the ether. And they were essentially stealing it and then yeah, just using it. We're the ether. They were. That's what I was saying when uh, it started. They stopped being creative because they stopped being able to siphon off as much because we started waking up. And yeah, it, it's yeah. something weird with the the collective consciousness that we share. You know, I have some really crazy experiences, but when I meditate, I can tap into things and I can pull from other people's ideas and add that onto my own ideas. So I know that that's what they've been doing for a very long time. So I think once. 2001 was supposed to be the reset was supposed to take effect then and now that we're at the point we're at now the matrix had to become faker and faker and faker because it's trying to really put bottleneck everything but it it just can't and so it becomes so fake because it's just really trying to tamp down those who are awake rather than appease everybody so that more people just wake up to it it's just like people are sneaking out through the sides as they're trying to tighten up Everyone's just like barely waking up out through the sides, you know. Now, when you uh, say 2001 is the reset, is that in reference to, you know, what you mentioned in the uh, associated with the millennial reign? Uh, well, I'm not I'm not too sure, like what it actually was. I know like Ethiopia keeps their calendar. 9-11 is the first day of the year for them. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of weird stuff with 9-11 and the timeline deception and manipulation and what year actually is it. Uh, I think it was some kind of uh, event that was supposed to be. Re- I think we were reset many times before to probably the 1800s. So I don't know if this one just didn't take for some reason. Uh, you know, I'm trying to get into time travel type of stuff all sorts of time loop movies and ideas Mandela effects to try to understand it, but it's really difficult to figure it out. Isn't that also around the time when we switched from uh, uh, analog to digital Mm -hmm. right around that? And it's interesting too that you see, you know, Stanley Kubrick's uh, space odyssey 2001, right? I mean, like that's like kind of an obvious one where it's just, yeah, it seems like that was, supposed to be a reset right Mm -hmm. and then to kind of finish off an idea with like the whole movie deal um i think that hollywood as a whole is obviously dying i think that that's like you know kind of very well known for a lot of people you can just look at the ratings um 
and it sounds like I'm making a joke here, but I'm not, but it's the same with like any kind of thing that you're interested in at all times right now. It's more about indie shit than it is about big mainstream stuff. Look at porn. I mean, porn was a massive thing that everyone has too much access to now. And you're starting to get like more, more, um, more and more population is far is really interested in these like home video type things. You know what I mean? When they can get professional grade shit, but they're more interested in like these things that like, oh, I could make that. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like, it's weird, dude. No one's really interested in this flashy shit anymore. Same goes with music though, too. There's a lot of, yeah. uh, a lot of people that are real into the kind of underground indie music. I mean, obviously you still got your people listening to Nicki Minaj and whatever the fuck else is well, out there. Well, in rap, but... you got that trap shit. I don't even know what that big. is. Hey, trap music's oh, I, pretty dope, dude. I it's like a trap. It. It's a trap. Yeah, they get you stuck there. <laughs> well, it stands. It stands for take risk and prosper. Is what trap stands for. So it's supposed to be like it's for these, you know, these these kids that don't have any hope. And yeah, I mean, like you know, like the the obvious thing there is that yeah, it's a trap, and it's supposed to get you stuck there. Your trap house. You know, you go in there, you do drugs, you get stuck in this addictive mentality, but um for for people that are working in traps it's it stands for take risk and prosper um so i don't know it's it's interesting dude you can see anything from negative or positive um i personally like hip-hop a lot uh i do like trap music but it's not for everybody dude like i don't like every every artist that does trap music i mean gucci man sucks uh there's a lot a lot of shitty artists that do that shit what is it like uh it's it's kind of like that it's kind of mumble but not really mumble but they're talking about hustling uh rick ross would probably be like uh or, or meek mill they would be like the biggest trap artist that you would talk but they're not even really trapped they kind of moved more mainstream but it's kind of like that when i was into secular music i i like that that sound it, it has a certain sound about it that if you know hip-hop that you would you would know it's kind of hard to describe though I, I don't know for me anyway yeah huh. yeah you're pretty much right yeah like, uh rick ross is definitely he started out doing that you know yeah. i mean look up gucci man man spelt with an e at the end you know that that guy is really uh you know he's all about that trap shit and i mean it's it is shitty it's very lowbrow stuff it's not you're not going to be able to, to to compare him and like Jimi hendrix you know what i mean they're not in the same category of music or even like dr dre who we just saw perform at that weird ass super bowl show last <laughs> night uh um, you're not gonna yeah that's that's yeah. another thing i listened to uh your uh patreon episode ryan oh. and and after just saying what todd just said about the 2001 reset thinking about what you guys were saying last night in the halftime show and all the advertising that seemed to be pushing us back to the 90s it's almost like they're getting us back to the pre-reset so they can give it one more shot you know, let's let's yeah. get them back into that feeling that they had in the 90s, you know, that nostalgic feeling. And then all of a sudden, we're just going to pull the rug back out from under them. Well, that's super, that's super weird. I was saying the same thing. Like all the commercials were all like from like the 90s or 2000, like the cable guy had a commercial, then the halftime show It was all super weird. It wasn't as satanic as I was thinking this halftime show would be. I'm looking for it. And saw a little bit with Kendrick kendrick lamar a little bit with dr dre but uh, and 50 cent hanging upside down that was super weird 
they were, were calling him a buck last night. It was hilarious because he's so chunky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and Doctor Dre too. Yeah, none of them looked very good, but it's all super weird how they were. It and the Rams won. You know, the the Rams are male sheep, uh, and they're going up against the Bengals in the year of the tiger from Cincinnati. You know, in the city of angels, you would think that the deep state if uh, that they would have had the Bengals win. So it's weird that the Rams won, but I felt the same way when the Eagles beat the Patriots that it was. You know the Patriots were supposed to win, but then the Eagles did. So it's I well, don't you know. You have that really interesting, like with the Rams, you got the airy symbolism, right? And then yeah. you have the like that's the what is it Moses and all that shit that's all tied in with the with Aries. So I mean, yeah, dude, there's a lot there, and and it's fascinating when you really kind of like the I was expecting the same shit with the satanic stuff with the with the halftime show. Very, very low key, but there was some really, really uh, like very subliminal things in in that halftime show, too, which we did talk about in that in that little Patreon episode. Yeah, I, I was listening to Isaac Weishaupt's breakdown. I know I mentioned it last night. I don't know if it was on the show we did, Matt, but I always yeah, listen to his show the next day because he he breaks down the symbolism better than anybody I can think of. But he uh, <clears throat> he was even saying I was kind of uh kind of bummed out about the lack of symbolism like normally it's right in your face you got the scarlet horror you know like the the 2015 i think katie perry rides in on this big beast and clearly portraying the scarlet horror and whatever all that i don't even know much about all that stuff i just know what i know from what he says but he's like there's really it was pretty bland actually and he's the production quality wasn't that great and it was just kind of like Kind of boring. We saw about yeah, it looked like they were in like shipping containers. It was weird. It was was so cheaply done for you know, and and all the hype around it because I I didn't pay much attention. Like I said, I didn't even know the Super Bowl was Sunday until Saturday. But then all of a sudden, when I found out about it, all I started seeing was this is going to be the biggest halftime show ever. And I, you know, I, I right before I hopped on with you guys, I watched it for like five minutes, and I was like, "What? This is a dud." And then, you yeah. know, I heard that supposedly Tupac's hologram was coming back and that never happened. So it was like a total dud in my eyes. Lack they played California you. Love, though. Yeah. yeah, but that's a Dre song, too. Yeah, him and he makes Dre, the music. That was Dre yeah. and Snoop in the video. Remember, they were they were going through the desert and everything. And it was it was all them together because it was a death row Fox thing. In the video, too, though, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah no, 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 definitely. Yeah, he's the one. He he has most of the lines in it. Dre's mainly on the hook in that. Yeah, dude. Well, you you see the uh, the riot symbolism in the Pepsi commercial. That was you know the whole thing. That was like it was like a three minute long commercial. That's a really interesting thing that people should check out if they hadn't, because there's like you know some godlike figure playing chess. You know, it's very interesting, dude. There's just a lot of really weird things kind of leading up to it. So, you know, I don't know, man, it did kind of seem like they took the um, I think a lot of people have started to see that the the halftime show is a satanic ritual and they kind of played off everyone's energy, like looking into that. And then they're just like, no, we're not going to give you that this year. You know what I mean? There's got to be something there. Because they like, did no, the same kind of thing, Ryan, with the Olympics, from what I heard. I didn't watch that either, but I heard the opening ceremony was kind of dulled down this year from oh, a, okay. a, a symbolic standpoint. You know, dude, if you was. watch the freaking some of those Olympic events this year, it's so funny. Like the uh, women's big air I was watching last night and they're literally in front of like a nuclear power plant. 
fucking yeah the reactors are in the background right what's that with all the fake snow they had to make the snow so it's all fake snow and then nothing else has snow on it and then there's two cooling towers in the background it looks yeah as shit fucking china it's weird yeah they got nuclear power plant in background it's very very interesting i don't know what's going on dude it's just there's something really off with everything right now with all the sport i mean it was a huge weekend for sports. I mean, you know, you have this massive UFC event where Joe Rogan's not there, um, you know, and he's he's the voice of the UFC. They say it's Bruce Buffer, but it's Joe Rogan, dude. All, all and it's day. in his backyard. That's you know, true. I didn't Houston. even think about that. Why wasn't you know, he there? It's right there. It's not like he had to go across country. And supposedly he was in California doing he a, show, a scheduling but, conflict or something. Yeah, shit. which is bullshit. You're telling me you can't get from L.A. to Houston as Joe Rogan anytime you want? Stop. Yeah. Well, not only that, but yeah, supposedly, I mean, he was texting uh, uh, Daniel Cormier, one of the other commentators. You know and I mean? and uh, John Anik, too, because remember, he was saying that uh, in the last fight, he texted them and told them that uh, he thought Adesanya broke his uh, hand. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he's still getting like the hottest takes and he's not even there. It's funny. Dude. Yeah. It's weird. It's very, very weird. There's something off about that. And just because he's using the N word, I mean, you know, not even calling anyone it. I don't I don't see a problem with it personally. But I mean, clearly, I don't feel comfortable using the word because I said N word like a child. You know, it's just I don't know, man. There's something really fucked up right now. I don't like it. It's just like everyone's so against each other. And it's well, it's funny. I listened to a podcast I've been listening to for months. And the one guy's on there is saying, like, yeah, if they ever wanted to cancel Joe Rogan, all they have to do is bring up all these clips of him using that phrase and and talking about the time when he went to Philadelphia and, and was saying he was literally in the plan of the apes, uh, you know, all that stuff. And then months later it comes out and it's like, well, they, they've had this for, you know, they've been sitting on it since before Spotify signed them. They knew that it was yeah. all there. I mean, th- so the controlled opposition, when they leak things like him and uh, Kid Rock and Elon Musk all coming out about the mandate and, you know, Kid Rock making that song all at the same day after that all- World War Three might pop off. It's like, you guys are obviously trying to get our attention off of what's going on over there, which is a crazy thing in itself because it's Biden's trying to protect what he did back with the old president and why he's using the U.S. military as his own uh, his own force, basically, to stop Russia from protecting Ukraine from prosecuting that former president. It's a super crazy thing. I'll probably be called a terrorist for uh, what I just said, though. Well, and it's also it's also a great laundering front for our government, right? That, especially back then, we were we were sending aid relief, mm-hmm. and that aid relief just so happened to be coming back to Congress people and people on the left. It's amazing how that works. Kickbacks. I saw you know you know that whole thing with uh, with Biden, you know, putting out this uh, however many millions of crack pipes. You know, you know how I feel about Joe Biden. I, I mean, I, I can't stand the dude. He's very, very annoying. But did like anyone else know that there's like also like there's condoms that they were passing out. There's birth control shit that they were passing out stuff so that people would have safe sex. So they're not putting that out there. You just hear crack pipe and then you see Hunter Biden being this crackhead. And it's like it's one of those super negative things. You know what I mean? Where it's like, dude, this guy's just passing out crack pipes. He's also passing out other things, and he's not doing, but like his mission is passing out things, make it so like, dude, like 
you know, these people that are going to do this stuff anyway are are going to do it a little safer. Now, I don't want to pay for it. Don't get me wrong. But why were crack pipes the emphasis on this? You don't get the, the birth yeah. control stuff, which it's is money laundering, man. It's just money laundering. That's all it is anyway. But the emphasis on crack pipes, I think, is just to show how ridiculous things are right now. You I know, think like, I, yeah. I, I think they're just going. I, I, I honestly like if if we're in a simulation, the program is glitching right now. Seriously, like there, there's something wrong going off right now where everything's just I, it's not in line. There is something off right now that these these crazy stories are coming out. And and, you know, look at Biden's new appointee to the Department of Energy. Big fan. I mean, come on. I mean, this is this is the bizarro world right now. These are these are government representatives. And this dude's walking around in a it, it, with a dude in a leather ma- dog mask on a collar i mean let's call him by his name it's sam brenton okay just let's be <laughs> let's be serious right now they're they're setting it up for the great deception i mean that they're making it so obvious that we need change that the wrong administration is in and not that there is a right administration you know i don't care about any politician they're all uh crooks and none of them are going to be any good, but they're setting it up for Trump to make a comeback, to to come save the day. It's been, you know, and then all of a sudden, everyone's going to be begging for him when he's the one that really yeah. uh, <laughs> emptied our, yes, our daddy, yes. mail. <laughs> Dude, oh it's so God. weird. God. Dude, somebody uh, mentioned he looks kind of like a, a, a clone of Matt Damon. And they're like, somebody's getting really bad at fucking doing these clones because look at this shit. They put up Matt Damon and then the actor that looks just like Matt Damon that was in, um, he was in Breaking Bad. And Which then they put that? this. That was the middle actor that was in that slide. That oh, I thought that was Matt Damon. No, oh, shit. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Take but... that fucking maroon jacket off of him, put him in black leather and put an iron cross on his lapel. He looks like a skinhead. Yeah. Yeah. Take the lipstick off too, real quick. Oh, it's so gross. I mean, he's probably a really nice guy. For a skinhead? I don't know. I think you'd get his ass whooped. He's in the reality. They're into scat porn. They're into piss play. I mean, they're into some weird stuff, those Germans. You know what I mean? Not to stare at Oh, is he German? No, no. I'm I'm skinheads (laughs) mostly are, right? Oh, yeah. This is a great find. Yeah. Yeah. And that tails a butt. That's the picture I'm talking about. The yeah. fuck is going with, on? With Matt, you're right, something's fucky. The butt plug <laughs> tail. Look at that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's like idiocracy. It's like the movie idiocracy with it all really of the alternatives. Like that's exactly how it is. Well, it's and then his, the the Department of Health official or whatever that's a chick, but was a dude and still clearly Levine. looks like a dude. Oh yeah, He's now like the highest ranking officer. Of health, yeah, the first ever female full bird colonel, right, or full full bird admiral. And what's funny, Giannis Papas was like, you know, you can tell she's a transgender because of eyesight. You know what I mean? Like you can just tell that this chick is a fucking dude. She could have played pickup ball like a week before she won her award with the dudes. It's just weird. Almost that uncanny valley thing where you're just like, something is off on this. Yeah, very, very. But that's weird. everything, Joe. Everything is just off a bit. It's so bizarre. It's hard to keep track of. Well, so when are they going to start making it so that like people that identify as they them get multiple votes in elections and shit? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's you know that's next. Right, when does voting just stop? We got it. That, that that charade just needs to end because I mean maybe this year. 
Yeah, I was going to say, if it doesn't stop soon, it's just, it's a waste of time. It's a big dog and pony show for a whole lot of nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think about Mike Lindell? I mean, he just gave his pillows to the Canadians, right? And then he is still getting, he's still on that election shit. And his bank accounts just got shut down again. So is it just like, is that just straight Dude, up? Dude, it's all a show. Anyone whose so? name you know is just a distraction. I, I used to fall for all that shit. You know, the Mike Lindell's, the, uh, uh, what's the blonde guy's name? Uh, Roger Stone. All those assholes. It's it's all distraction. It's just political theater. And it's all there for you to get involved in it and get sucked in and invest your energy into something that's going to change. Mike Lindell, the pillow guy, is not going to have any effect on our country whatsoever. So how, how much do you guys think that it's actually fake, that it's actually actors wearing masks? You know, the, Oh, a lot of it is, I think. Yeah. And CGI. I mean, are there actual people that are running this country or is it just like some team of actors and CGI holograms? Well, they definitely send out doubles and stuff to certain public events. That's that's been proven before. I mean, but I mean, I I feel like that that with Biden about how there's several different versions of Biden. Sorry, Ryan, go ahead. No, no, you're I mean, yeah, you're on point with that. I, I, I just think it's way too. It's overly simplified to say that it's all just fake, I think, in my humble opinion. I just think that there's something more to it, dude. Like Mike Lindell, yes, maybe he is doing this just to sell more pillows, you know? I love how he says pillow. Like he's got he's got that Minnesota accent and he just says, I mean, his company's called My Pillow. It's just so funny to me. Oh, he's but, a former crackhead too. Oh, yeah. And and, yeah, New York I mean, pa- and New York Patriot told you what does he do? He puts people to sleep. It's I know, cold. but I mean, like, dude, I don't know. I just don't see it, man. You know, I I actually really wanted to like the dude a it's lot. It's because you want to believe, my man. That's why no, you no, want you because... want that here. You want one of these clowns to save us, and they're not going to. No, you know? dude, like... I don't. No, no, no. I don't want people to save me. I I feel fine. Like I could die right now, and I'm I'm fine. I don't care about that. I'm more concerned about like someone that is trying to do right. And we're all just like too much of a, in, in our conspiratorial minds to be like, yeah, this dude is trying to do something good. I'm not saying that Mike Lindell's a good guy. I have no fucking idea. I'm not going yeah, to. Even, Ryan, even if they want to do good, they're not going to be able to in the system. Yeah. How but, do they get that big if they are yeah. actually doing good? Yeah, exactly. I right? don't know, man. I mean, you can't say that about everyone that has success because then like, especially like a lot of these people that are really into like this energy and you attract what you ask for. If you're just hating on people, not, not anyone here. But if you're just like, how can you get big without being part of the system? You're never really going to be happy or, or successful unless you like just get into all this fucking other shit where, I mean, even, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here other than the fact that like, you know, <laughs> I don't either. Not, <laughs> well, no, like, like no one's going to be like, if you're following this system where you're saying like, dude, if you, if you are big, if you are at Mike Lindell's level or even levels under him then you're part of the system. That to me is a, is a, it's a weird thought because then you're just, yeah, but when never you're putting out hour long election production videos, you are part of the system. Like Mike Lindell is deep into it. I mean, he was buddies with Trump, the whole deal. He's not just well, some so Giuliani and Giuliani is right now. He's having to do fucking cameos to try and raise money for his lawsuits. You know what I mean? Good. Trump is not a good Giuliani dude. Either. belongs in jail. Yeah, of course he does. But so, like, why isn't Trump helping him if if Trump's a bad guy and Giuliani's a bad guy? 
why isn't Trump helping Giuliani? That's my question. You know what I mean? And then with Lindell, Trump isn't really talking much about Lindell either. And I'm not saying that Lindell's a great dude. I'm not saying that Lindell's on the right side of history. And I'm not saying Trump's on the right side of history. But just because someone has a big business and is killing it and the fucking like, you know, financially, we can't just say like, dude, just because they're at that level, they're part of the system. Because that that to me, it's it's like totally like a defeatist mentality. I, I get what you're saying, actually, because I've said it before, where I think at a certain level, you're compromised to some extent. I don't know what level that is or what, to what extent that is. <laughs> and and it's not everybody that's I'm not painting it with that broad of a brush. But I have said that before where we're talking about Rogan, where I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't think he's compromised or controlled opposition, but I think they they can do other stuff. They don't need he doesn't need to be on the bad side for somebody to be like, hey, we're going to cut your balls off and feed them to your dog and then kill your yeah. wife. In front of you. you know, it doesn't have to be that he's part of the system. It could just be a, a threat, however empty it might be. But I know what you're saying, because my brother is actually doing very well for himself right now uh, with his business. And he's not famous or anything, but monetarily, he's doing fantastic. And I know for a fact, he is not part of the system. And I don't mean Ben. I mean my other brother. <laughs> the one I work for. <laughs> but he's also not on Mike Lindell or Trump or Giuliani level. But but he also doesn't care. So I love what you just said, Ryan, actually, because you, you can't just like discount someone because they're big or whatever. But also at the same time, all of the division that you did mention earlier everything is about creating division. So whether you love it or hate it, it doesn't matter whether you love something, they're going to find something that they think you might hate because you like this on Facebook so many times and put that in your face and try to make you give off that hate or that negativity. And it's important to just try to stop and step back and be like embracing and stop saying everything's out to get us all the time. Because if it is, that's fine, but that's a shitty way to look at everything. Yeah, yeah. With Mike Lindell, like the reason why, uh, well, I'll just say him specifically since we're talking about him. Like he's famous because he was the guy on the commercials, and he had all the commercials, you know, buying up ad time all over the place. And when I look at everything that I've looked at, all the occult, how everything's set up for so long, I'm like, oh, that's just part of it. That he was in the public eye for that long. You know, he's, he's selling pillows. You know, they're not even that great. And yeah, they're not hell. How is he as big as he is? And it's just, you know, I don't think everybody is part of the system. I think you have to do certain things in order to get certain amount of fame, uh, not necessarily money, but fame and notoriety in the public eye. You have to do certain things at certain stages. I think that's pretty much a given. And when we when we understand that we're, we are in a simulation and that there are things that are set up here that are just moving about in their way and not all of us are part of that thing, that the simulation's moving on its own and we're over here like watching it move and we're like, are we part of this or are we not? And we get confused, but we're not part of it. And how we change it, I don't know, but we can see that it's a thing by itself that's moving about and we're here just observing it like why is this thing doing this when none of us really wanted to do this it's because it's a thing to itself it's a simulation they're just the actors that are filling the roles yeah it's straight ai right yeah kind of yeah i don't know man it could just be like the world's a fucking tough place to live in you know what i mean like i think it could be that simple honestly it doesn't need to be a simulation i'm not saying it's not a simulation but it could just be like dude the world's a fucking tough place. Nature has a role in things and it, and it's kind of, 
you know, it's not very conspiratorial to think about it like that, but it just might be the way that it is. You know, it may be fucking, it may be hard. Maybe the, I mean, like, I always like to ask myself this, like, dude, are, are we crazy for believing in any kind of conspiracy theories? Maybe 9-11 was real, right? I'm not saying I think it was. Maybe 9-11, the, the official narrative is right. I think that it's healthy to ask so, yourself so you, these questions. So you believe that it's physically possible for two planes to take down four buildings? I do not. I do not. But I'm saying right. what well, 9-11 what if, was, was, was not real. Let's let's not of even course. I'm just saying you, you get what I'm saying, though. No, man. I'm you, joking. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah you got to look at every yeah. angle. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just I, I think that it's um I think it's a sad way to live to to think that anyone that gets to a high level in society oh. is controlled opposition. Uh, it depends, though, Ryan. It depends where, you know, in, in which arena they get big. If it's in politics, come on. Sure. I mean, well, sure. The media. Well, what- the same when you thing. start because, getting to because when you think about it, they all go up to certain bosses, right? You all eventually you get paid by certain billionaires, right? And when you get to certain levels, and that's that's when I feel like you may not be fully controlled, but you're limited as to which direction you can go. And it's when you get into the spiritual world, that's the thing. When you're trying to look at it as a physical thing, it doesn't make sense, like you're saying, Ryan. But when you look at the spiritual stuff and you understand the spiritual warfare and the spiritual aspect, like I said, they're siphoning us off in order to create movies and music and stuff. It's very conspiratorial when you start to uh, look at it, when you only understand the physical side of life. But once you get a good grasp on the spiritual side and you start meditating and you start like literally traveling different places, sending your consciousness to different helicopters or different places and saving people's lives. You know, just a lot of weird stuff happens when you start to meditate and you start to see how powerful you actually are. That's how you really know that we're in a simulation, that we're not part of this thing and that it is a thing that's just moving about in order to do things to us to change our perception. But when you're only coming from it from the physical point of view, yeah, it could seem like a, a difficult place because it's the simulation set up to be like that. And we it's up to us in order to figure out how to change it. What do you mean with uh like moving your consciousness? Like have you have you oh, yeah. been able to do that before? Oh yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah. It's, really? I I do yeah, I I it's a lot of different stuff has happened in my life that uh yeah, you know, the alien abduction phenomena is something that is very present in the entire, at least America. I don't know about the entire world, but uh, that I've experienced some very crazy things with that in conjunction with the military. And I talk about it often on my podcast and on other guest spots. So I don't want to take up too much time talking here. But, yeah, it's fairly easy to send your consciousness somewhere to remote view something. It's fairly easy to do these things and you can actually project yourself somewhere and have conversations with people and in real time and you can affect your physical reality like i've popped lights in my house i've uh, broken tree branches out back of my house like you can really affect the physical nature of life just by concentrating on something it's just like the movie powder well so like how how I'm just curious about this because I I've never experienced anything like that. Is there, is it a, is it some sort of gift or is it something you have, like when you say you have to tap into it, is it, I'm just curious as to like how I could go about trying to do things like this. 
Yeah, so uh, anyone can do it. You just got to really clear your mind the first step. And then after you, and not just your mind, but clear your whole body. And and it's a process. It'll take time to do it. And you got to connect with nature and God and the universe or however, you know, the ether that's around us. You connect to the mind of God. And then when you realize that your mind and God's mind are one and you guys are meshing, co-creating your reality in front of you, that you can change your perception of things. Like I use the example, I was getting very frustrated. Someone kept parking in my parking spot. So I changed the way that I was handling the situation and it stopped. And I mean, it stopped on the moment that I changed my mind. The next day it was done and it never happened again because I changed how I reacted and God leveled me up. He was like, okay, you're done playing down here. Here's a level up. And then the more control you control your, or the more control you have over yourself, the more responsibility God will give you. And then therefore you can affect your reality in a stronger and stronger way. So you really just got to practice becoming a better person, bettering yourself in, uh, and doing all of these meditative practices and clearing yourself out. And you can start to do things that are uh, incredible that people think that they need to take psychedelics to do. You made that person that was taking your parking spot, get in a car accident, right? (laughs) No, 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 I just, I kept getting mad. So I stopped getting mad at it. I was like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to let it go. And then I let it go. And then it didn't happen anymore, but it kept happening because I was reacting in the the wrong way so once i reacted correctly it was like ding 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 level up i get it so you're saying like like you were saying like god damn this motherfucker's in my parking spot but you were saying parking spot in your head so that person was still filling your parking spot instead of Uh, you being like yeah yeah something to that effect yeah kind of okay that's negative energy directed at that whole interaction in general the absence of that i think is what made that change yeah that's interesting directed at it perspective right uh... yeah it's like uh insanity is the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over and uh to expect a different result so that's how i really approach it i was like okay let me change how i react and see if i get a different result and when i start experimenting with my life like that boom it just one by one i started losing bad habits and attributes and behaviors and now i can you know throw my consciousness wherever i please that's cool dude i was muted but i was trying to say not to boil it down reductively but it's the old uh you know be the change you want to see in the world Mm-hmm. that's man in that mirror of, shit right yeah. i mean like that's very interesting I, I like that a lot that's cool pretty sweet well and it talks to also the power of the mind right mm-hmm. and if you focus you you can basically do whatever you want your mind is such a powerful tool and we've been again we've been indoctrinated to believe that we're we're limited we're such fragile beings that are are weak and need this assistance from from people who who know how to how to do this game when in reality we are the character in the game and we just have to figure out the game and, and then it's all ours mm-hmm. everyone's an equal here told that we need uh we need you know meds and pharmaceuticals and you gotta you know eat your daily allowance of grains and shit all of us just <laughs> built towards n- taking the the power away from uh your individuality or whatever i'm trying to fucking say no i think god is the game too like god is 
part of the game. He created the game. So it's not good or bad. So all of the bad things that we see in life, the things that piss us off and make us mad or like who's in power, it's not bad. It's just there as a test. And it's not negative. So these people that we put this hatred out towards, whether it's the guy who parked in your spot or whether it's Biden or Trump or whoever you give a shit about on politics or your least favorite sports team, if you care about that, all of that negative energy is completely pointless if you just go inside yourself and feel God or the creator or whatever you want to call it and know that none of that matters. And then you know how powerful you are, not as an individual, but because you are everything just like God is. It sounds kind of weird, but that is true. It sounds very bizarre, but I've just mm -hmm. recently started doing meditations. Ryan, you should totally try it too. As of like six weeks ago, I'm a completely different person mentally just from doing meditations. It's yeah, weird. It I saved actually my put life. out and it came back to me and it was odd to watch it bounce back because I didn't expect it. But I did it because I had done a meditation and then made a huge mistake at work that turned out to be totally fine. I also didn't give a shit because I had just done a very long meditation. So I just gave love back and apologized and everything just turned out okay. And I was like, cool, okay. And then I got test after test after test after that. Some you pass, some you fail, but you just, you know what's happening and you just keep pushing through. But we are everything. Like we're all part of the same thing. It's very strange. And it's a knowing that you get. It's not like, I think this or I feel this. It's not a hippy-dippy weird thing. It's a knowledge that you just have, and then you just go on with your life. Well, that's the Roger. whole of evolution is just our our decision-making. That's how we evolve. It's, and it, once we get out of the cycle of left and right politics, or not just politics, but the entire thing, we go up. Polarization of anything. Yeah. Well, I got to ask this, and I apologize if I'm bringing up like an old topic that's just been beaten to the ground lately, but the whole Canadian trucker strike thing, like, you know, the way that I see, and, and this may be me being ignorant, and it probably is because I oftentimes am, but thinking that, you know, if you're if you're putting focus and you're going to actually protest against something that you don't like, isn't that giving it attention and fucking it up? Or I mean, like, so what are your thoughts on the on the whole trucker strike thing? Uh, I think it's a psyop, but, uh, I, you know, no grassroots movement to me could make it that big that quickly. It just uh, it doesn't really happen that way. But uh, I do like that people are standing up for their freedoms, but it's also going to hurt uh, the average citizen whose supermarket shelves are already pretty bare. And now, you know, it could be even worse. So while it can have benefits, it's also being used for. The World Economic Forum, self-driving trucks and and the uh, 2026 bill that's going to have uh, law enforcement shut down vehicles. You know, it's all towards another agenda. So they're allowing it to happen. But it kind of needs to happen. And, I, I don't know. Well, yeah. And that happened over Christmas for the first time in the U.S. where they used the automatic shutdown to stop someone in a pursuit. Really? I didn't hear yeah, that. Yeah, it was a it was in Long Island, uh, New York. And there was a, a guy who I think we, he mur murdered his parents on Christmas Day. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> and, yeah and the cops were chasing him and they used the GPS system to track down his vehicle. And then they shut down his vehicle remotely uh, during the chase. I guess it was a nice new vehicle. Yeah. 
probably a Tesla. Well, any any vehicle now that has that GPS or you know, or if you have remote start in it, any of that stuff, they can, oh, very they can hack into it now with the computers and shut your car down. Dude, they don't even need to be old, old, new cars like Michael Hastings that was writing that report on, or he was writing an article on John Brennan and his he his car got hijacked. You know what I mean? I don't know yep, if you've yeah. heard that story, but it's fascinating. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't know. Again, you know, the whole idea of this 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 movement can't get that big as a grassroots thing. Maybe you're right, dude, but it just it seems like it's like, dude, there's no fucking hope then. You know what I mean? And I refuse to to think that. That's why I Yeah, but it gets to a certain level, Ryan, and then it gets infiltrated by a three-letter agency. It's just the way it is, you know? I mean, that's that's how the spite the octopus operates. Like, well, Ryan, you have a pretty big audience. If you were to say, like, I'm going to go to the White House, how many people do you think you could get? You know, if we got, if all one. of us, every podcaster <laughs> you know, put out a message like, how many people, you couldn't get that many people, right? Even if you had a bunch of people who have a, a, an influence of 100,000 people, you aren't going to get 20 people to show up. You know, it's just, it doesn't happen that way. There has to be funding involved in getting things the way that it does. And there's different things like the boom uh, operate or the uh, boom operated uh, crane or uh, truck that was there with the flag and, and all the F Trudeau flags. Like how do they get mass produced that quickly? Like this is something that's supposed to just happen just like that. And you know, it's, it would be nice if things like that could happen, but when yeah. if we can see it, like what BLM was obviously was all set up, and so was all the all the stuff is really set up. I went to a bunch of uh, Q when I was into Q. I went to a bunch of uh, Save the Children rallies, but like the biggest one we got was like 130 people, and I mean that's not all that many people in a, a city of several hundred thousand. You know, it's well so, even. Even if you go back to like Occupy Wall Street, right? That I mean, that yeah. was a grassroots that got corrupted, and I mean everything. And when it gets to a certain level, it has to because yeah, they want to tag and track us. Yeah, exactly. They have to make sure they keep it under control. And what you know, and they'll let you run it out to a certain point, and then they'll pull the rug out from under you. I mean, that's yeah. much like one six that whole charade that happened. That was another mm-hmm. one. You know, right. I mean, it was a peaceful protest and you get a couple of bad actors. And next thing you know, you have a quote unquote insurrection on your hands. Right. That's the way cool you- what they're doing with the trucker thing. And I, I agree with yeah. Emmanuel actually that it, it seems psyopy, but it, it is weird. Cause I've heard from a couple people in Canada that are like, no, I was down there and they're, it, there's nothing happening. They're all like barbecuing on the street and fucking yeah. giving the cops hot dogs. And they're all like singing and having a great time. It's nothing well, yeah, like because what they're, they're being paid. Right, they're all, go, all their expenses man. are covered, so they are being paid to be there. Yeah, and the hope part uh, is we can't put hope in anything outside of ourselves. Like Jen was saying, it's all internal. We are the cells of God, and if we purify our one cell, is what the only thing we can do. And in purifying ourselves, we will, in effect, affect everything else around us, and we can help purify others because they can look at us as the beaming cell that we are and say how do i get that how do i become like that and then you have conversations and, and you help people along the way and that's how change actually happens it has the all the external stuff is all distraction from the internal stuff and that's why they have it all like that all the yeah, voting I, mean, I don't know 
I, I don't I don't mean to to like push and pry on this thing, but like, you know, um, we were saying that, you know, Joe Rogan isn't controlled opposition, but he has a massive show. You know what I mean? So how did he get to that point if he's not controlled opposition? You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. Is. That's kind of what we were arguing a couple shows ago is I was like, I don't want to talk shit on Rogan. I love the dude. I think his comedy is great. And I loved his show. I just stopped listening because he had a couple people on that. I was just like this is the direction you're going. I'm kind of done with it. Like I'll probably go back and listen to some, but I, I don't, I don't want to say he's controlled opposition because it just seems cliche to say that, but it's uh there's something to it. And like I said, it doesn't have to necessarily be controlled opposition. He could have just had some death well, threats. But also look like at, that, his, you know? look at his list of corporate sponsors, mm-hmm. right? There's I mean, that. once you have that many sponsors, you are not independent anymore. Well, does right? he still that's, have sponsors that's... on Spotify? Because I haven't oh, listened since. He's oh, been on he Spotify. has hundreds of sponsors. Go yeah. look at his page. I mean, he has, and there, and, and it's a wide variety of companies. After well, supposedly he's unofficially sponsored. Supposedly he's unofficially sponsored by Tesla. You know what I mean? So, like, there's all kinds of things. And uh, were you saying why would you want to get sponsored, Joe? Is that because I mean, like, there's no, no, there's no. no I just mean, I just mean me. Like, if I got a $100 million deal, I'd be like, cool, I'll do this for five years and then fucking disappear from the face of the planet. Like, oh, fuck dude, I think that you get the fucking hunger for that shit. Once you get a taste of big money, you're just like, I want more. I want more. You know what I mean? I, I don't think there's Gluttony ever any stop. What's that? Gluttony at its finest. Exactly, dude. Like, you, like, I don't know, man. Like, have you ever won, like, a bet or something? That's why gambling's so addictive. No, and like, I'm off. No, I, I, that, that's why I don't gamble. <laughs> I told you that the other day. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I don't know, dude. I think that it's just uh, money's got to be one of those most fucking addictive drugs of all time. I think it was in that Wolf of Wall Street movie, as corny as that line is, where he's like, this is the most addictive drug. And he's rolling out, he snorts cocaine, and then he unrolls the $100 bill. And he's like, that's it right there, the, the money. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not Coke. It's not any kind of food or anything. Money's got to be the most addictive thing. Why? Because it's been programmed into us. But look at every time someone gets raises. It's the material consumer world. Exactly. They give you reasons to spend your money. They make it a thing. So you could make 20 grand a year or whatever as a young person and totally survive and be fine. But if you got a huge promotion and made, you know, double that, just so you made 40 grand a year. And you'd find a reason to spend all of that money and live the same way. You wouldn't store it all away and stash it away and save tons of money. Maybe someone would, but they, society and the media finds ways to make us spend that money and find reasons to put that money out there. So it's super addictive. You're 100% right. Mm. I don't know, man. I, I just, I want to get, I want to get a taste. You know what I mean? I just want a taste. So, and I'll mm. stop at a taste. Yeah, that's what you say, but you won't. That's yeah, like I, I, I won't. I, I'm fully. I'm that, saying it's If you get that, you're not, not going to stop. No, fuck no. I want. <laughs> I I've been very clear about it. I want to be rich. Like I don't have a problem with saying that. For some reason, a lot of people have a problem with saying that they want fucking money. I have no problem saying that I want money. I don't. I'm not going to sell my soul for it. But dude, I want fucking money. Do you man. want money, or do you want the things that money could bring you? I want money. I want I, because I want to be able to give my parents money. I want I want to be like I'm not going to be like some some, uh, you know, shysty fuck with it. I want to be generous. Like I want to be able to do cool shit with it. I don't want to stack up money and and like just have a pile of money and dive into it like Scrooge McDuck or anything like I want to be able to do fun, cool things with it. 
You know what I mean? And, and yeah, I mean, we can say like, we can trade things and like, it's like, you know, I don't know. I just, I think it'd be really fucking cool to have a lot of fucking money. Honestly. Yeah, I, Ryan, I've been around people that have a lot of money. Uh, Me too. You know, I, I used yeah. to, I used to work for a guy and he sold a third of his company for like a hundred million dollars. And these people, I mean, they lived in a fantasy land, like their house was something out of a movie. And, you know, it was like, and, and, but to see what it did, the lifestyle, what the lifestyle did to them, because they always had to keep it up, you know, and, and, and in that circle, they were always, there was always infighting amongst them about, you know, who, you know, who was doing what or who had more. And it just never seemed like enough to them. And, and that's where, you know, I, I kind of look at it in the opposite where I'd rather, I'd rather not just, you know, have this massive, I just rather have enough, you know, where I'm comfortable. Because I think once you get to that threshold, you cross that threshold where you do have too much for certain people. I think there's a reason why we don't have a lot of money right in this, in this journey. I think, I think if we were given more than we need for this journey, it wouldn't be part of this journey. Right. And that if you, you know, if you start, you know, you can try and manifest it and if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. But I'm saying if you force it, it's just going to disrupt the journey that you're on. I don't know. If dude, you want to manifest things, you're not going to manifest money. I will say that. I, yeah, I, I don't doubt that. Cross your mind. <laughs> yeah, you have to do like, you have to like do like rituals and shit in order to do that, like money spells and stuff, which I've heard of. And I, I actually do believe that those could work, but I don't, I would never go about doing those kinds of things. But uh, I mean, you know, the reason that we don't have as much money as we should have is because the government, I mean, they the government the fuck out of us, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, it, I don't know, man. I, I don't, I don't give them enough credit to, to say that they're the reason that we don't have money. I don't know, man. You know, I, I, um, I just feel like the, the people that have a lot of the, the things that life has to offer when it comes to like monetary things, right. Um, you get to do a lot of shit. Yeah. Money doesn't solve all your problems, but it makes things a little easier. And I a think a lot of them that, are empty, though, Ryan. Yeah, a lot of it, it gives you new problems. Health care. I'm saying like quality health care. I'm saying good food. I'm saying like a little bit of tangible assets because you can put your money in land. You know, look at Bill Gates. Got a shit ton of money. Yeah, a bunch of us hate him. But does he give a fuck? Fuck no. He's got you know tits. what I mean? What's that? He has tits. Yeah, I know. You can get those <laughs> removed if you really didn't want them. You know, he does something kinky with those. Dude, but if you could if you could affect your reality like literally on an a real basis that you could create and co-create and teach people how to create and co-create in their own life that is worth more and that's why that isn't widely known because that is worth much more than money because money is a thing that that we exchange you know a piece of paper it's energy exchange tangible yeah it's something physical but if you could actually affect how people think around you by you thinking in a certain manner that is much more worth it and when you get to that type of stage god will always provide for you enough because you're doing what he wants you to do because you can only get to that stage if you're doing what he wants you to do you can't do black magic rituals in order to get to that stage you you won't be able to affect people in the same way so while you know material things are are cool they're very fleeting and it brings a whole new set of worries and problems like matt was saying it's much more 
uh, incredible to be able to affect the way people see and act in their lives by teaching them. You know, that's invaluable stuff that money really can't buy. So uh, when you change what you're after in life, you'll see that what is actually important to you changes as well. But don't a lot of people offer those courses to like teach people how to get these, like unlock these secrets and stuff. And they trade. Yeah, and it's all baloney. I'll I'll teach everybody for free. I have, I have no sponsors. I have, you know, I, I don't ask anyone to pay. I do free consultations for people to help them out because it's real information because I'm really helping people and everyone else that's selling it, you know, they're, they're selling it. But yeah, to me, I give it away because God gave it to me for free. So I give it to everyone else for free. Well, it's like what uh, Sherry was telling us, Ryan, right? With her product that she just wants people to have it. She could make money off it, but no, she's going to put it out there for free. Well, she does have $5,000 courses too, though. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, no, no, no. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying that. That that she's going to make some money off. There's there's definitely a monetary end to it, but. She, the, the the general information is out there for free sure. and it's a weird yeah. thing that our society is built that because she has five thousand dollar courses people are going to be drawn to her like oh she must know what she's talking about whereas yeah. Yeah. i'm giving away for free they're like oh he doesn't know what he's talking about even though yeah. i i know exactly all the same stuff she's talking about well probably even more so in some cases and it, it's funny you mentioned that because in my old life i used to do uh uh baseball instruction and we do private lessons and things like that. And that was always a big thing. Oh, what's this guy get an hour? What's that guy charge an hour? Mm-hmm. And and the new people would come in and they'd come to us and, you know, say I was charging 75 bucks an hour. And he'd go, he'd go, oh, wow, that's it. You know, I was just coming from so-and-so who was charging me 125 an hour. And it's like, and and because I thought he was the best. And it's like, no, 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 you, you cannot equate the rate to the quality, you know, because that's not, it's not a one for one. Some Mm -hmm. people just are able to do that, you know, and, and get away with it, but there's much more to it than, than that, you know, dollar value that's associated with it. Sure. Yeah, dude, I get it. You know, and, and, um, you know, Sherry seems like a really, honestly, a really cool person, nice person. I, I understand why you'd want to charge for information like that, no matter what it is, you know, um, but dude, I don't know. I just think that, and it's not like the, the number one thing that I want in the world. I just think it'd be real fucking cool to have some, some cash. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it'd be I, great to just do whatever. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what money gives you really is the exactly, freedom, freedom to do whatever. Yeah. That would be awesome. And it's a megaphone. It, you know, some people say like money will turn you in an asshole. It just makes you the realest fucking version of yourself. You know what I mean? If you're a true asshole, you're going to be a you're going to be your true self when you have money. That's that's the whole thing because when you don't have money you have to kiss people's asses sometimes and you have to do certain things but I don't know. I I think that I think it's a tool. Honestly, I think that money's a tool and I think that it should be used as such but if you carrot. got a bigger toolbox you can do more shit. It's just a <laughs> carrot that's dangled in front of us, man. Cause in the end it's not worth anything, you know, if that, of course, if that, you can't take it with you and shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like the, that's how I look at it though, because I, I laugh, you know, I'm not a financial guy at all. And you know, all these jabbed up coworkers are talking about their 401ks and you know, all this stupid shit. And I'm like, well, what happens if the whole system crashes? You, yeah. you put in all this time and effort to build up this big, 
you know, fund that you're hoping to use 20 to 25 years from now, banking on the system being still in place. And it's like, okay, I know, I'm about to pull mine out and just uh, do something. I don't know. The mattress? No, I'm not even going <laughs> to keep it. I'm just going to like, no, you pay, got, yeah, you got to get tangible just... things. You have to get like gold, physical gold or property or, you know, something like that. Because, and that's what property. I'm looking at too, because I looked at my 401k and I'm like, First of all, this isn't going to last me very long. And then second of all, like, what's it going to be worth then? You know, like think of inflation and we're, you know, I, I still got what, you know, and, and, and nowadays with cost of living, you know, you can't retire at 60 anymore. Like you used to, it's now Especially not in California. Yeah, no. Or out here in the East. I'm in Massachusetts and Connecticut. This, I mean, it's rape city out here. Oh, well, yeah, dude, my, my dad's finally retiring this year. He's like 67 or something like that. And he should have retired fucking 10 years ago. Like the dude worked himself to the bone. But he, with everything that happens in life and a, you know, two mortgages on the house and all this shit and living in California, he just found out that if he retires, they literally can't afford to live at the house they've lived to lived in for the last like 30 years. So yep. they have to move. So they're going in June to like scope out Montana and some other places to maybe it's just so much cheaper to leave, live there and off his 401k and whatever retirement shit he has, they could actually manage to live and not have to work out there. But that's why I was thinking, uh, as far as an investment, probably land. And I have a lot of friends that want to do that, like Montana or Tennessee. Tony Merkel was talking about setting up basically yeah, a commune so. in Tennessee and just yep. anybody who wants to move out there, you put in the work for the food or the farm or whatever, and you live like a hippie commune. Never really works out as far as history goes, but sounds good on paper. But don't drink know. the Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah, I don't even like Kool Aid. <laughs> if he poisons the White Claw, I might be down. If there are certain rules where we all have to do the same thing, then that's a problem. Like, no, nah, it turns into a cult. It gets culty real quick. No, you got to you got to stay away from group things. You know, small yeah. groups maybe. You know, of close friends that you've lived around and and think you could spend time with. But if you think you're going to do it with a bunch of random podcasters and it's going to work. No, no, no. We luck. have friends. No, we have friends like we've known for a long time. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. Well, that's, well, that's, 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 there will be a power structure developed. Uh, everyone's got to fuck somebody at a certain point and then they get a piece <laughs> of the property. That's how yeah. it works with these cults. You well, know she, what I mean? That's why she was. Uh, Jen was looking at a place the other day she sent me or was it today? But it's it was uh, today. Yeah. It's it, 124 acres. New construction. It's worth. um less than our house is right now so when we bought our house it's worth probably i don't know seventy five thousand dollars more so we could make money off it put a ton of money down on this place 124 acres and it was like do you want to start a commune and super off grid everything is it's all fenced and shit i'm like oh my god this is like my wet still in california so it's like nah eh, like sorry it's an indian burial ground guarantee yeah or it's like radioactive There's probably power lines all over that shit. Well, hey, that's what I was thinking about. You know how, like, uh, you know, when you actually own your property, you only own X amount of feet down, right? And then they own the mineral rights and shit like that. And I was thinking, you know, maybe part of that, too, is because what if there's other buildings underneath your building Mm. that they don't want you to mud flood now? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because I was looking at uh, the Bushwhacker Bear on YouTube. He does a lot of stuff in Buffalo and he was showing his house, how he has a chimney stack, you know, that goes from the basement all the way up. But from the basement, it goes down. Fuck that. And and the basement is a sub basement. 
dude no way you know i used to have dreams at this old house that i was at that there was a house underneath mine yeah i talked to my roommate dude i talked to my roommate about that shit and he said that he had really similar dreams too that shit's fucking scary dude like if there was a a little fucking like as soon as i see that the chimney goes down underground i'm out of that shit dude that's not fucking cool (laughs) you know what i mean like that's weird what's his name bushwhack bear that's a great name yeah, bushwhacker bear. Yeah, that's great. I, I want to find out what's under my house, but not so much under my house, under my lawn. I want to dig a dig a big old hole, make a bunker. She's just tired of hearing me say it, but she's on no, board with fine. it now, so of that's course cool. I am. It's, it's not a big deal. I just don't think we need to build a bunker. Well, if you're gonna, I don't, do I don't it, build a bunker here. I was gonna say, if you're planning on staying, go bunker. Just dig, 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 and see what you come up with. Nothing. All right, get a uh, shipping container, bury it. And there you go. I would do that if we had 124 acres, not a quarter acre or whatever the fuck we have here. But if I had 124 acres, I'd find a nice spot for my little man cave and put all my ammo and everything or whatever in there. <laughs> yeah, but as you're digging, you're going to pull up giant bones and all sorts well, of that, old relics. Then I'll be out. There's we'll also be a, a gigantic redwood tree growing in our backyard. So I think it would be quite the challenge to... Eh, chainsaw. Yeah, Dude, that right. Would be sick. Like, That's 50 feet tall. There's like no... avatar. Way. Yeah. that's funny dude yeah crazy do you take an edible tonight ryan no why do i look high oh no i just wondering you usually do on mondays no between between the four of us or the five of us here i called out of work so uh i'm just gonna relax you know what i mean um, good for you fuck money dude, I'm, I'm real over my fucking job right now dude and it's funny i was just talking about how much money i want and it's like dude fuck work you know what i mean uh, well it's dude, funny at our job i think you might get paid more yeah i know if i got fired i can collect more unemployment with that fucking biden socialist shit you know what i mean so that's unbelievable yeah and I'm, our I'm payroll's been down still. it's supposed to get fixed by the second week of this month and it's still fucking down dude so like you know it, it's frustrating man That's well they're heart. putting in uh uh vaccine mandates at our company for the vendors uh that that come on site so if you want to come on site you have to be vaccinated and uh one of the things that they were saying is is that a lot of these people aren't aren't going to do it and you know they're going to be short staff obviously and it's like well no shit You've known this for how long? And these people, and they're just expecting people to take it. And they're, but so they're throwing, here's the caveat they're throwing at people. If you do take it uh, and you don't feel well, you can take two days off. Um, You get two free vacation days, basically. Hmm. So if you get the shot, just take two (laughs) days off. That's worth showing them a fake vaccine card and being like, I got my shot. I need two days off. Oh, no. We, I, I work in tech, so we have to send in digital, and it all goes back into the main database, oh, back fun. down to the shot number that you've taken. That, um, that's well, it's, it's I see. I used to work. I'll, I'll tell you this. I used to work for IBM, and uh, and and left there uh, last year because it was getting crazy with that shit. You're definitely controlled opposition, so. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, especially, yeah, with my high position in, in the company and all the corporate secrets that I hold. I actually have. CFO of IBM. Uh, I have a file cabinet back here with all the uh, Nazi documents, so. God damn um, Awesome. 
Yeah, yeah, Kanji, Kanji, yeah. I'll disclose those one day. No, I mean, it's, yeah, it's hilarious. So like, yeah, you were, I mean, my, my father worked there for his, in, almost his entire life. And uh, yeah, we're just peons. We're a little marching ants. That's all we were in the Most of us are. cog, you know, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's so crazy though. They have, and now, you know, not only was it getting into those, but they started putting uh, pronouns in your profile picture. Oh, oh yeah. so like you would have your, you know your your ib you know your your business your job role your department and then your pronoun it's like <laughs> i'm out i had to talk to my daughter about that today because she said um that one of her friend's dads was homophobic she said that she said he hates gay people and i said he does that's really weird i don't know anybody right now who hates gay people that's that's so strange homophobic said, doesn't even mean hate she said well he was scared? just making fun of he was making fun of trans people and the whole lgbtq movement or whatever and i was like well what did he say i think you need to be more specific so basically he had was talking about pronouns and how it was weird for someone to just full-on be a chick and just say she's a boy and i was like well that is weird that's confusing it's it's okay if they identify as something else or if they feel like they want to be that, I guess, but it's hard for other people to wrap their brains around that. Like, do you understand that too? Where like that dissonance is going to come in where someone can say like, I want to be this, but they're not. And someone else can't grasp that. And she that's was like, some, that's the bullshit well, of make-believe. But she said, <laughs> but yeah, oh no, I know that. But she was super confused. She was like, but mom, it's real though. And I said, I, I know, but but do you see where sure, I the University of Penn's women's swim team? Yeah, the Adam's <laughs> apple on that dude. Holy God. He keeps exposing himself to them. Uh, so they went to the NCAA and said, you know, the University of Penn won't do nothing. We don't feel comfortable. Get this dude out of here. Dude, no, yeah, it's, it's so tough, man. Crazy. Imagine being a kid growing up right now. You know what I mean? Like, I would take a, my kid and I'd shake them and be like, "It's not real." Just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, my my <laughs> son, my son's going. My son says he's in third grade, and he's got kids in his class that are talking about being gay and stuff like this, just because they hear it on television mm -hmm. shows and stuff like that. So they think it's cool to just yeah. say it. They don't even know what it means, but they're just saying, "Hey, I'm right. gay." That's right. what I said to my daughter, too. I said, I think it's becoming more prominent because it's trendy. And it's I feel trendy, bad saying exactly. that because I'm sure there are a very small amount of people who do feel that exact way. But when it gets out there, people are like, oh, I can identify as that because my life sucks and nothing's yep. going right the way it is now. So I'm just going to do this. How can I get attention? It and it yeah. gives me attention. Yes. Well, what's bullshit is, is that because you or I or someone else doesn't want to play make believe they will then label us as homophobic, right? Yeah. Like, like what your daughter was confused about. Like, people need to be okay in the skin they're in because this is the life you're living right now. And guess what? When you die, you're going to shoot back up. And if you choose to come back down, you'll be something fucking else. So just deal with it. Learn to love yourself and don't try to be everything you're not. Dude, it's yeah, gotten so ridiculous. You be a unicorn, be a unicorn. That's fine. But don't right. put it into my face and make me call you a unicorn. I don't. I, that ain't happening. Sorry. Right. And I don't have to be sexually attracted to a unicorn. That's the other fucking yeah. weird thing that's coming up is they're calling people homophobic <laughs> that don't want to fuck trans people. Straight white males that don't want to fuck a trans. They're calling them homophobic. And it's like. Yeah. What happened to and sexual giving, preference? Oh, and like, pedophilia what? is a sexual orientation now. And I'm like, but it's not reciprocate. Like, yeah. no one's reciprocating that. The child isn't it's child rape. That it's feeling. not pedophilia. So Let's it's, call it what no it is. Orientation. Child rape. 
Yeah, 100%. You can't call that a sexual orientation. People who are homophobic are attracted to the same sex. People who are or not homophobic, sorry, homosexual <laughs> and heterosexual are <laughs> attracted to the same thing either way. But if you you can't say pedophilia because the child isn't like, oh, yeah, I love this. I'm it's totally a totally into this, different bro. thing. We got to stop calling it pedophilia. It's child rape. There's no such thing as as because it's one way. It's not two way. Yeah, it's it's exactly. it's forced. It's so, you know, and they they're, now they're trying to, you know, normalize it in college. You know, you got professors trying to, to normalize it. You have politicians trying to normalize it. And and that's the direction they want to go. They want to get at the kids. The easiest way to corrupt I've, the society is get at the children. Well, I was looking I've right been trying to convince my daughter to not go to college just recently. But go ahead, Ryan. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. I was looking up uh, philia, what it means, P-H-I-L-I-A. It means uh, denoting fondness, especially an abnormal love for a special thing. Yeah. So pedophilia means the abnormal love for a, a child, right? Because so, pedo means child, peda, pedo. So, yeah, I mean, um, I think that the term fits. It's just fucked up. Yeah, I mean, but it's yeah. not love. It's not love. It's lust. It's disgusting. It's wrong dude i i'm mad i think that you i i think that you're giving people too much credit dude i think that there is no limit to how sick people can be i think that there is no no no, but i'm saying breaking down the 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 etymology of the word yeah you know an abnormal love it's not an abnormal love it's not it's a it's a mental illness sure absolutely i would absolutely agree with that for sure but i think that 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 mental illness can make people think that they actually see them like you know how like as a kid you may picture yourself in the future marrying a beautiful woman and then you like settle down you have this i think that these psychopaths could actually like envision themselves settling down with a child yeah we'll go back to our favorite topic on monday night master debaters the we always get into pedophilia you know what i mean it's It's like herbert on that it's like herbert on family guy like he's genuinely insane he like envisions him and chris living in this magical fucking land where they're married that's on like prime time tv though and it's totally (laughs) fine he can just be like hey chris Chris. Chris. i gotta grab those sound clips hey speaking of family guy did you see the one that i pulled today about i just put it out there tonight and it was uh peter griffin singing the you have aids song oh yeah 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 yes and they're talking about taking the dirty shot and it's like (laughs) oh man did they know (laughs) well dude you know i i bring this up a lot but south park was talking about that whole here we go yes yeah dude south park we're we're playing bingo now from now on we're gonna play uh bingo with ryan if he names south park boom Every time pedophilia is mentioned every time south park's mentioned uh fucking donald trump joe biden whatever so uh, there's this one uh episode where like like how jen was saying how kids are trying to find identities through this weird sexuality um you have cartman saying like he's half by and then someone else comes in there he's like well i'm a catamite you know what i mean like they're going in there and saying all this shit and a catamite is like a, a boy sex slave you know what i mean and they're talking mm. about this shit in a massive massive show so yeah dude that shit's out there it's it's pushed and it's been for decades dude it's, it's just it's crazy how much they sexualize everything and it probably all goes back to the music videos and all you know it wasn't the way that it is now when we you know 20 years ago it wasn't the same way but now it's just like twerking is like 
I mean, I it's just crazy. I don't know, though, because the MTV era, I mean, Madonna was doing some raunchy stuff back yeah. in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, well, yeah, it led down, you know, immorality. It just keeps going this way when we're supposed to be over here. So it just becomes easier and easier. So it's just everything is sexualized for no reason. Really. Hyper, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think when it got hypersexualized, is it really in the early 2000s with Nickelodeon? Because Nickelodeon was started by a pedophile. Um, lots of shit. Like the whole slime thing, that's like a messy fetish. A lot of kids getting covered in green goo. Is that why shit. we had the nipple slip at the halftime show? Oh, that's so gross, too. Oh, my God. Talking about you can't do that on television with the slime? No, Janet Jackson, right? <laughs> no. Wait, do, you, do you remember that show on Nickelodeon way back in the day? Yes. Oh, I, no, I thought it was yeah. talking about Janet Jackson Justin Timberlake. I, I was. No, I was slime, talking about Janet Jackson. They open fucking the lockers gross. and tell jokes and stuff. We well, couldn't yeah, you say the word, it. Jen, right? What was the word they couldn't say? It was like a word they couldn't like, say. I don't know you, or something. Yeah, it was, something, it was a whole slimed. phrase. Yes. Or they, if they said water, they got water dumped on there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but to go back to J Janet Jackson's nasty titty, nobody wanted to see that. Why did they think that would be a good idea? Like, and uh, no, I, they I was didn't think it would be a good idea. It wasn't planned. I don't think it was a wardrobe malfunction, right? Oh, right, well, right, right. Shit. <laughs> well, dude, you know what? I don't know if you remember this whole thing. Yeah, it was pretty gross. I don't know if you remember the whole uh, the porn that got hacked in to one of the Super Bowls. It was like it was a weird fucking thing, dude. Oh, Do you remember that? I thought about that. Yeah, dude. that's fucking weird. It was like two seconds or something, wasn't it? Yeah, Somebody it was hacked in. And it was fucking bad seconds. because you see this thing. It's like in the middle of the game, not even halftime, and you see this dude, and there's like a black chick on her knees, and then you see this white dude walking up, and you just see his fucking boner through his underwear, <laughs> and then he he's like thrusting with his underwear on and she pulls it out and like the dick actually hits this girl in the face and i was sitting there with my mom and my dad and my three old sister and my sister was like what was that you know what i mean prime time <laughs> super bowl shit and you see like this dick hitting this chick in the face it was bad it's an albino that's, python that's yeah, fucking dude. magical whoever did that i salute them though that's fucking amazing because you know that. that wasn't deep state well eh, fuck i guess it could Do you be remember but... what super bowl this was ryan they said it was Jay Epstein, I think, is what the name was of the hacker. Get out. No, I'm just kidding. No, it, but no, I don't remember what Super Bowl. It had to have been early 2000s, maybe like a Steelers Super Bowl. But just type in like porn hack. Super Bowl. Porn Super Bowl. Yeah. Some results may be explicit. Huh? You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to see the strong hit the face. Yeah, don't show it on here. I think it might get uh, I was going to say, no, I probably shouldn't play any of these, actually. <laughs> you know, like, uh, my safe search is definitely off, <laughs> and I don't think I found it. Well, I'll try again later. <laughs> yeah, if it's like Pornhub clips. Yeah, you don't want to catch phone aids. Nothing worse. Uh, no, no, no. That's okay. No, I'm on my computer. I don't want computer aids either. Yeah, we're a sick nation. I'll tell you that. That was the best halftime show ever, though. I'll tell you that for sure. <laughs> How old were you at, at that time? Dude, I was probably like, I was probably 12, maybe, but I'd seen the gamut, you know what I mean? But my sister, my poor sister, and I was, I was probably actually 14 because my sister was young. She was a baby, you know what I mean? And just my poor sister, dude, seeing it and like, she's looking over at my mom and dad, like, what was that? <laughs> like, that was a pee pee. Yeah. No, she didn't know. She had no fucking idea. You know what I mean? As she should have not known. Yeah. You know? 
it was wow. like watching That's a right. watching a your parents raised her right polygonal fucking thing and she's like i don't know what any of that was what the fuck yeah like that? a kaleidoscope what the fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah dude it's, it's wild man and like you know just how many kids were exposed to that and then it just like kind of low-key traumatized them she doesn't remember it you know what i mean because i actually brought it up yesterday i was like do you remember that shit she's like no you know she's 18 now so it's just funny, just dude. subconscious traumatizing <laughs> Yeah, she's gonna be fucked just up deep forever. Down, buried. Yeah, for some reason she hates her brother, and I, it's like no, there's no reason. She just has some trauma for from the fucking damn You're Super like, Bowl. What that white dude in the video when you were three? <laughs> Jesus! Not all dudes hit their chick in the face with their dick. Okay, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, dude, it's, it's funny, man. I don't know, sad, but whatever. <laughs> Lots of subliminal yeah, messaging in that shit. Were you trying, trying to find to it, man? I couldn't find it either. I can try and find it. If no one else can, I'll see what I can find. <laughs> I just don't. I, I haven't watched the Super Bowl in probably like 20 years. So I don't oh, ever actually like watch them. the game. I, I like to watch the halftime show for the purposes we were talking about and see what kind of fucked up shit they're putting out there. But the actual game, I just don't. I know hate to people who like football. It's just, I don't get it. I never have. Even as a kid, my dad would watch football and I'm like, what you, I don't get it. like they're just throwing it back and forth and then they score and then the game's over and then like okay whatever I'm gonna go play my guitar or something dude okay you, so I was right boy it was the Steelers <laughs> versus the Cardinals um 2009 so precisely 13 seconds after what seemed like the greatest moment in Cardinals history any of Comcast 80,000 subscribers watching KVOA Super Bowl broadcast in standard definition had their screens overrun by pornography, and you can click the link. Its latest 30 sec- It lasted 30 seconds. It nonetheless brought disturbed complaints and anger. It garnered national headlines. It scared young eyes and ruined evenings. <laughs> <laughs> or made so evenings. That's from Yahoo. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that yeah, who's got the link? Amazing. That's hilarious. Yeah, if anyone wants to look for it, just type in porn hacked Super Bowl and it's the sports.yahoo link. You can watch right. it. Yeah, do it on your own time, people. I'm not putting it on my channel. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, recommend link it. will not be in the description. Yeah. There's some things I don't feel... need to see. Dude, I'm who was gonna... it that was saying that they got a strike for uh putting that link that you gave them, Ryan, from the Christmas episode we did? Remember you you sent out the porn link? No, you did. I didn't send it out. That was my <laughs> I just I told you the link. I sent the link to you. I think you put it in your bio. No, somebody else that shared that show uh got a got dinged for the porn link on YouTube. I don't know. Dude. I can't. They were telling us the other night. Oh, who was it? Oh, I can't remember. Those were now. such great names. See, that's what I miss. Like, why why can't we do those? You know, like porn is getting really shitty with these home videos, like I said. Why can't we go back to like classic names? You know what I mean? Like all those great names that were pun filled, you know what I mean? Just great stuff. And then we just I mean, it's all it's all really dumbed down lately. You want to bring back Dirk Diggler? I mean, all kinds of things. You know, what were some of those great names in there? There was like uh it's uh what was it like uh fucking I don't know. Santa's coming down your ass. Like it was shit like that. We're like these names. You know what I mean? They were great oh names. Yeah, dude. Um, well, there's know. the show title Make Porn Names Great Again. There you go. Love it. 
This is when it starts going off the rails, huh? Yeah, this is this I is we're gonna know. we're gonna wrap it for the night. Uh, <laughs> it's been it's been good, and before it goes fully off track. Uh, so, with that said, uh, Todd, why don't you uh, let the people know where they can find you? Uh, yeah, you guys can find me at uh, my podcast, Godcast, the Goodness Over Darkness podcast. It's on all audio platforms. Uh, you got my YouTube channel, Goodness Over Darkness. And my website, EmmanuelKingman.com. And from there, you can find all my social media. And you can hit me up uh, through email for a free consultation. If anyone uh, just wants to chat about your crazy conspiracy theory, alien abduction, or you're looking to be assisted in uh, in whatever it is that you need assistance with. You cover a wide gamut, my friend. Yeah, I want to yeah. check it out. For sure. Oh yeah, definitely. He, like I said, Ryan, he covers a, a wide variety of stuff. So definitely check it out. Cool. Hell yeah. Right, Good to meet you. you. Yeah, nice to meet you guys. Yeah, thanks for having me here. Oh, thanks for coming, time. man. I really appreciate it. It's been been a long time in the making. Yeah, for sure. Joe and Jen, I'm sure everyone knows where to find the legit bat, but if they don't, where can they find the legit bat? Any, uh, how should I do this super shilly? Anywhere like, legit bats are sold? Yeah. Is that what we're supposed to say? At your local legit bat department in Walmart. You can find us there. You can find us uh, online mostly, exclusively, I guess. At Legit Podcast Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. The, we have the link tree in there. The stuff. Yeah, just go to Instagram. That's the easiest place. That's where <laughs> all, all the links. links will be in the show notes. But hey, I, what I was trying to push You're is stupid. your new logo and new shirts that you guys have out there, which is oh, it's yeah. a cool logo. With uh, oh yeah, look at the ass. The ass yeah, was done like yeah. perfectly. <laughs> Cartoon ass, but I love. No, it. it's actually spot on. Just trust me on that. It's spot on. <laughs> it's not that long, but I wish it was. <laughs> Is that you, Joe, cool. in the front with the red on? No, that's supposed to be no, Ben. Joe, Joe and looks then... like Jason Momoa. You got the Drago look. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like slinging a microphone, and Bags did a great fucking job. And like, I, I, he did this for free. So I'm like, dude, that's fucking he great. Did an I love it. Job. Yeah, that's great. Really that's cool. outstanding. Yeah, it's I just love that. Hit him up if you guys want to do it like a custom art for shirts or something. Hit him up. He'll do some crazy shit. Like this was his idea. I didn't give him any pointers. He's like, how about an action figure thing? And then did this. So and we just yeah, gave him love. Like, thank you. He was just accepting and excited. He was just like, okay, this is so much fun. Like, he was so grateful to do it. And so we were grateful back then. I think we've oh, plugged him the last thing. like three shows. So good for him. Yeah. Hey, shoot yeah, me his uh, info and I'll plug him in the in the notes also. Hell yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, hell yeah. Like it. Ryan. As yeah, the- I'm I mean, uh, yeah, you guys uh probably know where to find me um just anywhere you know podcast or listen to and patreon you know come check me out hey you are always asking for new youtube subscribers and you don't even say yeah well yeah i forget i don't have many videos on youtube uh so yeah you know check out the youtube uh you know there's like five six videos on there it's fun Um, yeah but it's good to watch some of the the visual episodes that you do on there you know I've, I've yeah. watched all of them, so but the the visual ones, especially the one you, you did with Randy, that was really cool. Oh, with those weird little alien things, yeah, yeah. those little drawings and stuff. Yeah, dude, that was all Randy's idea, man. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the YouTube just Dangerous World podcast. Just uh, type it in your search bar and see what pops up. And uh, yeah, we might yeah, be we'll like six or seventh down there, but you'll be in there eventually. Yeah, so no, Dangerous World podcast pops up right away. 
Does it, uh, you, you know, not shadow banned yet? It does now. Especially if you type in like Brucella, Brucellosis, <laughs> I get the first <laughs> hit on those. Oh, I <laughs> yeah. heard you seeing that on the NASA document thing. You're like, that's your favorite word, Brucella. I know. Matt loves that word. He he gets all giddy whenever I say yeah. it, so I like saying we were, it. So. We started a drinking game that one episode, and then uh, it was it. We did it for the, the NASA episode with the word ubiquitous. Oh yeah, and ghost yes, got ghost did. got trashed. No, he really didn't drink. Though, I don't think. I think he was joking. No, he was messing around. But oh, yeah, okay, no, I was he, gonna he say. Said, hopefully, yeah, no, he said he's like, yeah, I would have got hammered. Yeah, he would have gotten alcohol poisoning. And oh, yeah. Every time you guys covered a misspelling of something or quotations, any something in quotations or that didn't belong there, I the would have gotten fucked up because I listened to the four hours of it just today. I yeah. would have not been able to function at work or pick up my kid from school because I'd be like, something's in quotations and someone's swiming with balloons. Yeah, <laughs> swiming. Yeah, the, the misspellings that NASA does. That's scary, right? Well, so, no, that's not real. Apparently, NASA. Can't yeah. be real. I just talked to uh, a NASA guy not too long ago. A, f- a fan of my show hit me up, and we talked. And man, <laughs> he told me some stuff I can't reveal too much on air, but none of it's real. Yeah. Then let's oh, cut this course, shit yeah. immediately and talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. After hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, interesting. All right. Well, you can find all my stuff at the Great Deception Podcast, uh, YouTube every podcast thing odyssey bit shoot go check it out enjoy the show guys thank you very much it's been real stay strong and question everything a vital element in keeping the peace is our military establishment our arms must be mighty ready for instant action so that no potential aggressor may be tempted to risk his own destruction. Our military organization today bears little relation to that known of any of my predecessors in peacetime, or indeed by the fighting men of World War II or Korea. Until the latest of our world conflicts, the United States had no armaments industry. American makers of plowshares could with time and as required, make swords as well. But we can no longer risk emergency improvisation of national defense. We have been compelled to create a permanent armaments industry of vast proportions. How to do this? Three and a half million men and women are directly engaged in the defense establishment. We annually spend on military security alone more than the net income of all United States corporations. Now, this conjunction of an immense military establishment and a large arms industry is new in the American experience. The total influence, economic, political, even spiritual, is felt in every city, every state house, every office of the federal government. We recognize the imperative need for this development. Yet we must not fail to comprehend its grave implications. Our toil, resources, and livelihood are all involved. So is the very structure of our society. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. 
the potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. We should take nothing for granted. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry can compel the proper meshing of the huge industrial and military machinery of defense with our peaceful methods and goals so that security and liberty may prosper together.